Welcome to the Whole Point Podcast. This is Christy. And this is Serena. And we're sharing how we've learned to see the gifts in the mess and the joys of life, because that's the whole point. Enjoy the show. All right, everybody, welcome to the show. We are going to actually do something a little different this week. Um, Serena has moved, so we no longer record in person anymore in Stevens Point. We are now in two separate locations, and it has been such, from my perspective, a magical unfolding, the changes and where she's at now. So we're going to do a little update. So Serena, where are you now? Yeah, I'm in uh, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, which was not the plan, which is why it's kind of a fun story. Yeah. So before we get into the story, which is phenomenal, I can't wait because I know there's even more for me to learn, but how are you liking Milwaukee? Um, I love it, which I didn't expect, but I do. I love it. What is it? What Um, is it that you love? Well, the whole, so kind of the backstory is um, I've wanted to move for a long time from our location in central Wisconsin to be closer to the city because we just ended up driving. I homeschool my kids. So in order for them to do homeschool group, it was 40 minutes away. And, you know, the grocery store is 40 minutes away. And it just was a lot of driving. My office was 40 minutes away. So, uh, and then my daughter started commuting um, to dance because she's wanting to be a ballerina. And that was an hour and a half away, um, which is, you know, it's a different, that's a different circumstance, but overall over the years, you know, we drove a lot. And so I just got it in my head because we were commuting to Madison. I was like, oh my gosh, I love Madison. I was commuting to Madison for her dance. And it was like, oh, there's so much to do. There's some, so much free stuff in parks and events and music. And of course, if you live in the city, you know, this, this is not, (laughs) (laughs) this is not news. But it was just the idea of having stuff close um, that got it. So I was like, okay, I really want to do this. And so I talked to my husband and he'd be like, no. Um, And part of the main reason he was like, no, we're not moving as we built our house. It's a beautiful home. It's on a hill. It was where we used to live was on a hill. The house still exists. You just don't live in it anymore, right? Correct. (laughs) The house that we lived in. it was south-facing and earth-burned and beautiful. It got tons of sunlight. It was super energy efficient. Beautiful view. You couldn't see a single neighbor. We had 11 acres, gorgeous sunrises every morning, and peaceful. You could see the stars like crazy. Uh, but it was, you know, in the middle of nowhere. So, and this is, this is tons of people, you know, they want to live in the country or they want to live in the city. And I had always grow, grown up in the country and it was like what I knew, but my sister moved to the city and I started commuting my daughter for a whole school year to the city for dance. And I started just falling in love with being closer to the city. Like, and these are small cities. <laughs> this yeah. isn't like New York city or LA or anything. Um, and then where you live, Christie's 35 minutes away. Yeah. And just more stuff. That's where I would go grocery shopping and where I had friends. And my husband uh, ran his own business. So he's a builder. And he was always driving an hour away for jobs. He had some local, but he also had a lot that were farther away. 
because we just had a small town. Our town was 2000 people. Yeah. It's tiny. Um, and so I went through this whole process of like hating my house, hating my town and everyone in it, which is really stupid, <laughs> but <it was> like <laughs> what I did. Um, and then really, uh, and then trying to harass my husband to change. If any of you are married, you know how that goes. It doesn't work. He just dug his heel, heels in more to releasing it to, um, we've talked about Byron Katie, her app, the work. And I took my house and it says, you go through the app and it says, what is your issue? And I was like, my house. <laughs> so and it was like all the things, you know, that are wrong with it or whatever. And then you flip the script. And, and I also, it was like Marie Kondo, you know, when I would watch her, like put her hands on the floor and like kind of say hi to the house. I was like, oh my gosh. And I did that with our house and it was amazing. And then I started like all the things I took for granted, like so much sunlight, beautiful sunrises. Like we had a wood fireplace that was so cozy in the winter uh, and the privacy, but also, I had two of my kids there because uh, I did home births and I homeschool. So we were in the house a lot, like raised the girls and they loved, we had a lake across the road. Um, some of you are like, why did you leave? <laughs> right. Well, it is a beautiful picture. <laughs> we could walk to this county park and it was a little lake and there was rarely anyone there during the weekdays. It was just us. Uh, the girls had little things in the woods where they played and they named the trees and they made imaginary trails and like so many things. Once I flipped the script, I was like, wow, like this really is amazing. And I just made peace with it. I'm like, okay, God, you, you know, I want to move the whole, like Travis knows I want to move. Everybody knows I want to move. Like I'm okay with it. I released that. And then with our community, I really, I did the work on that as well. And it really was like kind of a wake up call. Like there's nothing wrong with the people in this community. I'm being a brat, you know, mm -hmm. with judgments of like small town people or, and some of them are probably listening, but, um, <laughs> hey, <everybody. laughs> so I I <laughs> but it's just this thing where you get jaded or things happen to you. And instead of saying, okay, it was just this circumstance, you say it's all bad, you know? And I didn't do that all the time. And I have wonderful friends in that town who I love and who love me. But I just had a bad attitude. And flipping the script really helped me to understand the value of a small town. And my job before I did RTT was in-home health care. And so I also got to know uh, two or three families in our area who'd been there like 50 years. And the beautiful community they had of roots and their kids knowing people and growing up with people and still being with people and that community that I hadn't really noticed before that was really there. So anyway, I'm doing all this work to like flip the script and make peace with where I'm at. And after I did it on my house, it was like two weeks later, Travis is like, we can move. <laughs> and so <laughs> as everything is release the resistance. Yes. Yeah. And I get it. Like, he's not my boss. And if I really wanted to move, I could have been like, we're moving. But I didn't want it to be like that. Like, I wanted to have, I wanted us to be in agreement about it. Yeah. So his story was he loved the house. He designed our house. We built our house together. Like, him and I physically and his dad and some friends, like, physically pounded the walls. But it's this beautiful house. So 
so he was attached to that. And so his process that was happening, we, we actually listened to a podcast on Just Lively. It was a, a husband and wife. She's a financial person. And so Just Lively was interviewing her. But anyway, she talked about how they made a big life decision. And they went through this process of writing down if we only had five years to live, Mm. what would be our main goals? If we only had one year to live, what would be our main goals? And if we only had three or six months, what would be our main goals? So what would we wish we had done? I think that was the way they posed the question. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, travel, let's do that. And so we both sat in different spots. I was on the couch, he was on the table in our house. And we he did was it. on the table. I just need to clarify. He was sitting. Okay. <laughs> he Perfect. Was sitting at the table. So we both have this list and it says hike in the mountains and travel. <laughs> so of like, course you went to hot. Milwaukee. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. So <laughs> in Wisconsin and where we lived, we weren't like hiking in mountains. It just wasn't mm-hmm. a possibility. And, and we had always said, well, we can live here and then just travel. So we got it in our head like, well, why don't we just go to the mountains. And so his brother had been, this is like a convoluted story, but it's good. Looking for a really good place to live that had like good weather, good economy, mountains, and wasn't too far from the ocean. He found Bend, Oregon. So he'd been doing research. And so Travis and his brother go out there and Travis just fell in love with it. And he's like, okay, we can move if we go to the mountains. <laughs> and my list was always like, I just want to be closer to the city. Things to be more accessible, more opportunities. Which Bend like has. I mean, Oregon and especially that area is yes. gorgeous. Yeah. Yep. So that checked off that list and the hiking. I mean, it's gorgeous. Yeah. So knowing so we, that, how did you get to Milwaukee? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm getting there. So we put our house on the market and we listed the house and it sold in two days. So we we're like, okay, this is what we're supposed to be doing. And so Travis got a job and because he didn't want to start from scratch working for somebody else, wherever, or working for himself, wherever we went, uh, he got a job and he moved out and moved I moved to Bend, right? Yeah. He moved to Bend. And I was home with the kids and like finished up packing. He helped a ton. And we had most of the stuff packed just to show our house. Oh gosh. It was three weeks. He was out two weeks. And so we started the job and it was supposed to start on a certain date and it didn't, which was really frustrating. And then he was supposed to get a certain amount of money and he wasn't. So that was like the first thing that was like, oh, okay. Cause it's more expensive to live there. We lived out in the boonies and it was really cheap to live. <laughs> um, so, so we knew like, okay, it said he's going to cost more. So you need to make more, right? Not a big deal. And he would have ended up, uh, he ended up once he figured out what they were really going to pay him versus kind of what they said on the phone that it was less. Mm. And I was like, oh, okay, okay. We'll see if we can make this work. Uh, and then he had a job. He had done a roof for a guy and got a check and it looked like the bank had cleared it. And then it ended up a week later that it wasn't, and it was a significant amount of money. So we're looking at, you know, the money we're going to get from selling the house. And with that, I was like, Oh my goodness. Like if, if this guy doesn't pay it, like you can put a lien on people's house. Anybody that knows it's in the building industry, but that doesn't mean they're going to come up with it. 
you know, so we were going to have to come up with that money. And I was like, oh gosh, that's another thing that's like really going to be scary moving out there. And then as we were looking for apartments, there were a ton of people looking for each one. It's really, it was a really competitive market at that time, maybe still is. Um, and I just started, it just started feeling really bad, like feeling really wrong. And I, you know, I started like, okay, you know, I don't want to put ourselves in a position, you know, we don't know, we don't have family out there, no people out there, which for us is no big deal, except if, if we did get in any sticky situation with what was happening, like less money from his job and then this roof situation, there wasn't like a, a safety net, you know? Mm. And so I started talking to a friend and they're like, well, what if you just don't go? And like, just the thought of that, like, I just felt a lot of peace with it. And this wasn't the same day, right? This was over, you know, little by little over those two weeks until I was like, yeah, like, it just doesn't feel right to go. And just the idea of staying, I had a ton of peace about. And obviously, our house had sold. So you can't unsell a house. So we knew <laughs> that we couldn't say, oh, just kidding on the whole thing. And I knew... So I just had some knowings. Obviously, I was praying a ton <laughs> over this time. I was like, like, okay, what's going on? What's happening? Okay, this isn't the plan, but what are we supposed to do? And I just got a ton of peace. Like, we're not supposed to stay living in the town that we're in. Um, and we've got a couple of choices in our state for Trav to be able to get a different job and to be by the city, for Maddie to go to ballet and all that, you know, we were looking at like Madison or Milwaukee and I just got a ton of peace about Milwaukee, which is crazy because if you told me a month prior to this moment that we were going there or we were going to sell our house, our pretty house out in the country to go to Milwaukee, we would have been like, no, like Travis and I would have been like, no way. But as things unfolded, it just felt right. Mm. And so then you know, I talked to Travis. I'm like, I don't know, you know, looking at all the financials and looking at everything. He's like, yeah, I'll come home. So he came home because we hadn't sold the house yet, hadn't closed on it. And we looked for jobs and apartments in Milwaukee. And I also wanted to share, Christy, because we had, we'd been reading the book, Letting Go. Yeah. The, the two of us had been. Time. Mm -hmm. Yes. And I know we, we had a podcast episode about that, but the timing of that book was totally unreal because in all of this, like when we listed our house, like we had a certain amount and I thought the realtor was going to do a different amount because that's what she had written on her page. And I was just like, okay, I'm going to let it go. Like it's all good. And then it ended up being the amount we wanted. Mm -hmm. So it was all, it was this whole process of like my plan and Travis's plan and our deal and our like scheme and like what God, what the universe actually unfolded. Absolutely. And so there was a lot of letting go like, okay, you know, I wanted our house to sell fast, but I didn't want to be freaked out about it. So I'm like, it's okay if it sells, it's okay if it takes a while to sell, you know, it's okay if, you know, things don't go exactly as planned. And so this was just a huge other moment of being like, okay, it was not our plan, but it looks like it's Milwaukee. Like, okay, God, you must know 
better than us, <laughs> you know, and there was so much peace in it. So Travis got an awesome job. Uh, so the other part of the story, I'm sorry if I'm going on tangents, I totally am, but we had, he'd been a builder doing every aspect of the house from start to finish. Um, and then doing remodels and stuff. And it's really hard on your body. And because we lived in such a small town, like it wasn't really possible for him to get a crew of people to work for him. He had to do everything. So my other goal was like, let's go to a bigger place and you can get a crew or, you know, you can do part of the job, but not do all the physical stuff. So you don't kill your body, you know, because he's like an amazing um, carpenter, right? Like that's and the, he what loves- he brings passion the carpentry part. Yeah. So then he could focus on that instead of the whole deal. So the job he got hired at out in Oregon in Bend was the whole deal. Like he was stacking bricks. And that was just another thing that was like, oh man, like you're not getting paid as much as we had hoped. And you're doing physical labor again, like outside hurting your body. And I'm like, I want him to be around when he retires in a way (laughs) that he can do the things he loves. You know, you work so hard. Yeah. You know, and when you retire, you want to be able to do stuff. So he got hired down in Milwaukee and he's doing custom carpentry and it's awesome. Mm. And we've been here for a month now and he just loves it. So it's super cool. Yeah. Um, And I have to say, like, I got the close up opportunity to watch this kind of unfold in real time, which, you know, real time is a lot different than reflection time. But yeah, I can say, and it all worked out great, but I did not know that. No, <laughs> but I mean, it, you don't know that as you were practicing this art. I mean, it was really a beautiful <laughs> process to unfold and it probably didn't feel as graceful to you as it seemed from my perspective, but this, um, art of allowing the expectations to fall away and to follow kind of the nudges and, and where you're being directed to go was like watching magic happen from my perspective. Um, so in looking back kind of where you're at now, can you pinpoint one or two things that in retrospect were like absolute magic that you're so glad you didn't stand in the way of? So I had this moment where I kind of thought about my checklist. I thought about all the things that I wanted when I initially wanted to move, you know, Mm -hmm. and Milwaukee checks all of them off, (laughs) which is crazy. And things that I didn't even necessarily have high up on the list or that I hadn't thought about in a while, like educational opportunities and museums and all the things. But the main thing I'm thinking about is how we found our apartment. And it was so funny. And it's a house we're renting because there's six of us. I have four kids. So getting like a two-bedroom apartment wasn't a possibility. Even a three-bedroom apartment, like we would be crammed in there because there's a lot of us. So we're looking for a house. And it's a city. And we don't know like all the little different towns within the city. We don't know which ones have better schools or which ones are going to be close to Travis's job, you know, without being down here. And we started driving down here a lot. But, you know, looking on Craigslist, you're like, okay, what is that town? And what is that town? You know, because they're all within the city. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to end up commuting again. Right. <laughs> that was right. Because that was like the goal. big thing. Yeah. That was the big thing. So finding the right house to rent was, it was magic. Like the one we're in was like the only one that presented itself. Mm. And I was doing that while Travis was, you know, coming back out, um, from Oregon and like we were packing up the house and stuff. 
So I would be up at like 5 a.m. like searching Facebook for apartments and like Craigslist and freaking out at like 11 at night, looking, 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 and I'd get nowhere. So it was like a real time lesson. And then when I would just let it go, like this was the only one that kept, like it checked off all the things we needed. It had enough room. It was a good neighborhood, schools. We were moving to the city, but there are levels of city. <laughs> there's like, there's, <laughs> there's right downtown, like Milwaukee, like which is very right. city. Urban, urban jungle, yeah. Yeah, right, if you can imagine. And then there's country-ish places like where we are that still are really close to everything. Because this is we still Wisconsin. Because <laughs> it's still Wisconsin, right? This is not New York City or LA or anything like that. So there's like still a farm uh, two miles from us, yeah. <laughs> so, which I didn't know. I didn't know this area. And so it was the one where the girls felt more comfortable because they didn't want to like be smack in the city, you know, as adults were more flexible. So anyway, yeah. So this, this house, it was just, it was like one of the only ones we looked at, one of the first ones we looked at. And if I had been letting go even better. I think I did a good job, but if I had been <laughs> able to do it even better, like it probably just would have been like, okay, we're done, you know, but I ended up having this one and then looking at like 20 others online and looking at a couple others in person and setting up appointments and stuff. Yeah. And so moving into this house though has been like, oh, this is the perfect one. And I can't imagine being in any of the other ones. I can't imagine being in any of the other neighborhoods like this was just the magic part like being taken care of and Travis's job just getting a good one right away I mean people spend months looking for jobs right so we would have taken whatever like we probably wouldn't have been very picky but to find an excellent one that fits him so well that he loves in a short amount of time that's magic yeah you know and the other big piece of this for me is that going to Oregon. See, I think it's this idea the universe knows us better than we know ourselves. Like we would have been away from people. And I thought, oh, that's fine. And I don't think it was fine. (laughs) Like I think in retrospect for me, God knew like I needed to be closer. It's a really big deal. Like even though you and I, we haven't like seen each other since I moved, but I'm close and we can visit. Yeah. You know, I could drive down there friends. today. Yeah. It yeah, would, and, yeah. And my other friends and my sister is here and a good friend um, moved here around the same time. And my mom is out in New Hampshire and I'm not across the country from her. Like things like that, that I didn't really think mattered as much. I think now looking back, like really, really matter are important that I'm close to people. I'm close to the people I loved. So for anybody who doesn't know, I only moved two and a half hours away. <laughs> like, right. Yeah. So instead of instead of twenty hours away, two and a half hours. So it was such a big shift. And I'm trying to think of other. I mean, the, I have a question for you. Yeah. So I know you know when you when you first told me and when Trav was first excited to go to Bend, it was really about this being in the mountains hiking, which was also something that was high on your priority list. So everything has unfolded perfectly in this moment for you. But how do you reconcile the fact that you aren't in the mountains and aren't able to hike and it's still being the right place in the right time? What I have been thinking about that is I, it, the way that it would have worked out financially if he, and, you know, if he had the job that he had and the way things were looking, 
getting less money from the sale of our house because we had to eat this roof, this guy didn't pay, is that we would have ended up in those mountains, not in a financial position to actually enjoy them. Mm. Like I thought about that a lot because there wouldn't have been any wiggle room with the cost of living and income and all that kind of stuff. I think, you know, that's kind of how I feel about it. And like here, we'll just, we'll save money. We'll go to mountains. So the other big thing is like, and this isn't my normal, is like, I don't know. I don't know how long we're going to be in Milwaukee. Yeah, Our goal and dream is still to hike, whether now we're in a better position, we're close to the airport, we can fly to mountains regularly. Or if we're going to move next year, like, I don't know any of that. I just know, like, this is where we're supposed to be right now. And we've been hiking. There's an Ice Age Trail yeah. in Wisconsin. So we've been hiking on that. We camped a couple weekends ago. Well, I, and, you know, um, can I offer, like, this thing keeps, like, jogging around in my mind about it. And I want your perspective on it. So in order for Trav to kind of if release his resistance, release this baby of his that he had birthed, like this home that you lived in um, and his business and, and these things, he, it had to be so compelling for him, right? So the mountains were actually such a motivating factor, but it's almost like there has to be this intermediary time before that actualizes. And it was important to almost like unlock him with the mountains and then allow the rest to unfold. <laughs> yeah. Like this is what I've said to you and a couple other people, like we needed to move. He wouldn't have moved without going straight to mountains, but we're supposed to be in Milwaukee. So it was like, you know, uh, bait and switch. <laughs> well, well, but he did. I mean, he went to the mountains and then he was like, you're right. Yes. This isn't the right thing right now. So it's not as yes. if he didn't get to do that. He did it and yes. it didn't unfold in a way that matched in the moment. And honestly, it was the same for me. Like if you had told me we're going to move to Milwaukee, I would have been like, nah. Yeah, you never would have listed your house. Yeah. Yeah. So it was for both of us, Mm. you know, and it was so interesting. I think that's Um, magic. I think the idea of we have the best laid plans and we don't have to make them happen. We get to allow them to unfold is amazing. And the fact that I read the book, Letting Go, made the whole thing really cool. Mm-hmm. Instead of, instead of, I mean, there were moments of being like super scared. There were moments of being like, okay, what are you doing, God? Like, are you screwing us over? Like, what's going on? Mm. But in the end, it was, it was a really awesome experience of trust and yeah. knowing, right, if we're going to trust the universe, it's knowing this is actually, if we knew the whole scheme of things and the whole future and all the details, like this is what we would have chosen. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it has been, it's been really, really cool. And for me, an amazing, it's been absolutely amazing in the idea of letting go before we moved to be at peace where you are and trust the timing of everything. Yeah. And that's the other thing. I'm like, in two weeks later, we moved. Like, that's not always going to happen. But if we did or didn't, I finally had peace where I was, you Mm -hmm. know, and I had been working on that over the years, you know, so it was something that had been a process for me as well. I mean, I can remember the moment we sat in the podcast studio and I was like, well, hey, 
do you have any flowers in your house? Like, how about some essential oils? Like, do something that you really enjoy there. And you're like, okay. And then all of a sudden, it was like this snowball as you took on the information you were learning from the book and, you know, the idea of Marie Kondo and releasing resistance. And then it was like, bam, bam, bam. From my side, you lived it. I just got to watch it unfold. But it was a, a beautiful thing. And it's what Esther Hicks and with Abraham, if you watch any of those YouTube videos I do all the time talks about like, we're so afraid if we let go and release it and say, it's okay. If I don't get what I want Mm -hmm. that we're never, ever, ever going to get what I, what what we want. Like the universe isn't going to take care of us. It doesn't want us happy. God doesn't want us happy. It was this process of going, okay, when I release this and let go, God actually is taking care of us and giving us what we want. And even more than we want and taking, you know, taking care of all the details. So that's been the biggest thing, learning thing for me is like, when you release it, it doesn't mean you're never going to be happy (laughs) the rest of your life. You know, it means that you finally have peace and everything's taken care of and you release trying to be God. I mean, that's the biggest thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and part of it is, it's not like you just released it and said, well, let whatever happen. You got clear on your desires. I mean, this idea of like the five years to live, the one year, the three months, and what would you wish? That is very intentional as far as like intention setting and being clear on what you desire and what would feel good on a human level. I mean, that's where you went and then released it. It wasn't just like, okay, well, take me where you want. It was like, this is what is in my mind. These are the things that I want and that I desire. And then you released it. It's like a step one, step two. Yeah. And I think we'll have to have a follow-up episode where we absolutely communicate about how we went hiking. But here's the deal too. Where we were, we we were not getting ahead. Mm -hmm. Our goal to hike would, would not have been able to manifest if we stayed where we were because we were just kind of spinning our wheels in a lot of ways. And obviously the timing to go straight to bend wasn't right. Mm -hmm. But now we are in a position where we will be able to do that. Right. So, yeah. So that's also the thing that the whole, the whole picture of where we were needed needs to shift for us to be in a position to have the opportunities to travel and to hike and to do all that stuff. Mm. So, it didn't end, you know? Yes. (laughs) So that's the most important part. It's just the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. So fun. And it's so cool. It's so, it's so cool too, that, you know, we read the book together that you've kind of been watching and encouraging me as well. All right, Serena. Well, it was amazing to have you share that update today. And I think ending on that note that this is just the beginning is the exact right place to stop the show today. So thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks for listening. If you liked what you heard, please share it with your friends. Leave us a review. Subscribe so more people can find us. And if you want more information about me or Christy, there's a link to both of our websites in the show notes. And we'll see you next time. (music) 